Hey everybody, this is John. There might be some episodes coming out out of order. Uh, if you're seeing that, you're not missing any episodes, but we've had some technical difficulties. So every episode will be coming out, just maybe not when you think it should be. Anyway, enjoy the show. Thanks. While the distance in existence join the resistance Come on, let's start by talking tactics Have a pass and match this Here's how we practice The Lost Order Conversation David Jason Hey everybody, welcome to Pop Culture Continuum. This is John Elliott. This is Patrick Riccardi. And this week we're doing... Emmy Award Nomination Critique. Yeah! Uh, our second annual, I guess. So, we are going from the Wikipedia page this time, because the actual Emmy page sucks ass, which we learned oh, last is that, year. Oh, is that what we looked at originally? Was that the... Oh, I see. Emmys.com. Yeah. I thought it was like Entertainment Weekly or something, but it's crap. Yeah. Don't go there to look at stuff, because... Well, I guess you get to see headshots. Yeah, but if No, you're, they're not headshots. Whatever. If you're we, looking at the Emmys, you already know what they look like. Although it turns out you have a problem with Wikipedia. I was surprised to see that. Oh, on my Facebook. Well, I mean, on major issues like the uh, Israel-Palestinian conflict, I don't know how how much I want to trust something that's edited by people with access to grind. Yeah, but, but I think you can pick up when someone's being partisan one way or another. And, and what's nice about Wikipedia is you go down to, the, to see their original source. I like it for pretty much everything because I think they do a pretty good job of getting the information out there. But yeah. I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, it's I mean it's mostly you know historical and political stuff that I I get a little uh, nervous about trusting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The uh, the Emmys on the other hand, I, I don't I mean I guess maybe uh, maybe somebody who got snubbed could go on there and add themselves to, as one of the nominees. Well, I was a little bit surprised that Baba Booey got nominated for so many things in supporting actress. Yeah, I mean I actually wasn't surprised because. Uh, he is quite the quite the fine actress, and by fine I mean um, hot. By by hot I, I mean he's got a fever. Yeah, probably on the sun. Be dead soon. Yeah, this. Uh, well, there are a couple interesting snubs this year, um, but I guess we'll I guess we'll get into them soon. Um, do you want to Do you want to start with the? Uh, well, I guess we'll just go in the order Wikipedia has it, right? Which is kind of better than the order. Of the Emmy page as well. Start with programs and then go to acting. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. All right. Uh, you want to go with the first category? Outs- outstanding comedy series. Yeah. I like that. That's their their title for one of their awards. Outstanding, not best, just outstanding. Big Bang Theory, which we talked about so many times in the show. Louis, Modern Family, Orange is the New Black, which is funny because I don't really think of it as a comedy, but I guess it is. Silicon Valley, which was great. Veep. Which is also great. Yeah, I don't yeah. think of Orange is a New Black as a comedy either. Um, and I, I, I'm guessing it's kind of like the Academy Awards. They get nominated where the producers choose to nominate them. So they already knew. The Netflix people already knew House of Cards would be in drama. So they said, let's put Orange is a New Black in comedy because it's more comedic than House of Cards. Slightly, yeah. I mean, a lot of people really love this show. Have you seen it? What show? Orange is the New Black. I saw the first season. I haven't watched the second season yet. And and I hear a lot of people talking about like oh, the diverse cast, but I to me, 
the characters are kind of cartoonish stereotypes in a lot of in a lot of ways. And uh, and the main character is, as we discussed before, very unlikable. Are you talking specifically about the second season or just overall? Because I haven't seen the second season. I don't know if things changed. Did you watch the second season already? I did watch the second season. Okay. Yeah, I don't. And there's like there's a villain in the second se- season that is uh, cartoonish ah, as well, a little and, over the top. I mean, just just there's no there's no shades of gray. She just a, that's too bad because the first season I think everybody had a little bit a little bit of a shade of gray. Really, I I I didn't find anything. Uh, all that gray about the main character. I mean, she just to me maybe it's just uh, maybe it's just my mindset, but she comes across as just in an entitled, spoiled idiot, and I I don't care about her. Really, because I thought as the season went on, she kind of learned to not be so spoiled, and she got her comeuppance in some ways. And I yeah, I didn't, I never minded her as much as you did. So I guess there's that. But now that I think about the uh, mustache guy. They tried to put a little, yeah. There wasn't much change to gray to him. He was just all out, out and out evil. Yeah, and they he comes back in the second season, and it's almost like a like the producers knew that he was a big hit or something. So it was when he came back, it was almost like a Kramer entering and the audience clapping type thing. <laughs> it was like so over the top that. In some ways, it seems like the kind of character that people like for the wrong reasons. And that's always kind of irritating. Yeah, I agree. Although uh, he, if you'd ever watch it, you'd find out he was also Nicky on the wire, uh, without the mustache. And I didn't even recognize him in this. At like I didn't know him. Just like I didn't know it was uh, that Red was. Uh, what's her name? Kate Milgrew. Milgrew. Yeah, yeah. Captain Janeway. Captain Is that her Janeway, name? Janeway. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But I, whatever we have to say about Orange is the New Black, it's neither of our choices. No, I don't. Th- yes. Yes. So, I mean, I guess we should pick what we would like to win, maybe, and what we think will win. I think that's yeah, what we've done in I, the past. That's what we did. I think that's a good idea. So let's uh, let me list them again: uh, Big Bang Theory, Louis, Modern Family, Orange is the New Black, Silicon Valley, Veep. I'm, I'm, I think. Well, I think Veep should win. Veep or Silicon Valley, I'd be happy with. Um, uh, yeah, I. I think I think Silicon Valley should win because it was it was really different. It was really funny. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, those it was too. Definitely the first uh, Mike Judge thing that I've liked in since Beavis and Butthead. Um, oh, you said yeah, we always thought to do that, but you didn't like Idiocracy. You didn't like Office Space. Space and uh, the one the, the mediocre one with uh, Jason Bateman. I I didn't Matt see. Hill. Yeah. yeah. That was pretty good, but it was it was not up to idiocracy office space levels. And I didn't hate either of those. No, I think the shame about both of those movies is they got screwed over by their studios. Possibly, I mean, because I thought they both started out, um, especially office space, really strong, and then and then kind of were mundane. But yeah, no, we'll do an episode I on that. I don't mean in in how they were made, but in how they were marketed. Like, oh, for sure, yeah. Opened up in like ten ten. Uh, theaters and that's it something ridiculous like that because it was it was greenlighted by a producer or whatever they're called a studio head at one point and he got fired and new guys came in and didn't want to have anything to do with something the previous regime did so kind of got lost but i thought that was a really stupid movie that was super funny and well acted and pretty well written and a, a, you know not a 
not a, uh, a, an, a deep look, but a, a kind of a, a, a good look at, at American culture. Yeah, there, I mean, there were some good parts. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't subtle, is what I'm saying. It was not subtle. Yeah, uh, your shit's all retarded, and you talk like a fag. And that's the president saying that, right? Right. Or, yeah, or a lawyer. Um. Well, you know what? I will. I don't know if Veep has won. God damn my lack of research. I know Julia Louis Dreyfus has won. Um. Let's see awards and nominations for Veep. Uh, one. Oh, one outstanding comedy series at the 2013 Emmys. So there you go. Wait, um, 2013 it was nominated for outstanding comedy. It didn't win. Julia Louis Dreyfus won. Are you talking about 2013? It's just nominated. Oh well, I'm looking at this. Okay, what did it want? Outstanding comedy series. Nominated. Prime time. Oh shit, you're right. It was down one. She won outstanding lead. Yeah. Um, and Tony Howe won. You're correct. So it has not won. Uh, it has not won an Emmy, so I'll sit. I'll stick with Veep then, um, and then you'll go with Silicon Valley. What? What? Do Just we, for what we want. What we want. What I think will win. Uh, we'll probably be on the same page. Um, kind of the boring choice. I I figure is Modern Family. I don't have a problem with that. I don't necessarily. I, I mean, I think Veep and Silicon Valley are much stronger. I do too, but I. W- one thing in Modern Family's defense is they're forced to have a show that has 24 episodes, and Silicon Valley can kind of condense their funny into 12 episodes, which is neither here nor there, but it is something to, to say for it. And it's a, still, even after, I don't know, it's been on six seasons now, it's still putting out the last in an intelligent manner, five seasons. So I don't have a problem with it, but it's not as good, I agree. Yeah, and I mean, it, that's true. It does have more episodes, but it, I guessing it probably also has a lot more writers yeah yeah um yeah louis uh was barely even a comedy this last season um so even though i love louis i, I don't think it's it doesn't really have a chance in hell of winning and i thought uh silicon valley and veep were both uh as far as comedy shows go much much better choices. but i have to think about this a little bit i don't know that modern family is going to win i think big bang theory has a chance to win does it? I just feel like that's it's played out. Let's say, did let's see who won if it won last year. I don't know if it did win last year or did uh, Modern Family win. I have no idea. It's because uh, sometimes when they get down that streak, it just seems to keep winning and winning until it gets all goes off the air. Uh, let's see, it it was nominated for comedy series and it didn't win, so Modern Family must have won. Yeah, I, I think I'll agree with you. I'll just go with the streak and because I didn't hear anything about. Uh, um, Big Bang Theory that made it sound like it was better this year. Oh, uh, yeah, I can't imagine. No, I don't mean for us. I, I don't mean for us. I mean for the general public. Like, it didn't have a guest star that t- overtook the show and really made it above, you know, a much, much, much watched TV. I think it was just, it's regular, enjoyable for people show. Right. So I don't right. think, I don't think there's anything that took it over the top. So, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll stick with Modern Family like you did. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think they're going to mess with the formula on Big Bang Theory. At this point, I mean, not that they ever did. Um, all right, so we we say Modern Family is going to win. Um, outstanding drama series. We've got Breaking Bad, Downton Abbey. I don't know why they keep throwing Downton Abbey in there. Um, Game of Thrones, House of Cards, Mad Men, True Detective. Um, 
kind of a tough one to me. Um, this might be the first time Game of Thrones has been nominated. I'm not sure, but I don't see it winning. I, I, I think, I think maybe, like I would like Breaking Bad to win, but it's got it's got enough awards. I'm I'm thinking probably True Detective, and I have no problem with that winning either. I don't. Uh, I haven't seen all of any of these shows, but I would have. I think I think True Detective is going to win, and I would like True Detective winning. Yeah, that's I'm I'm going the same. Um, if Breaking Bad hadn't ever gotten any love, I would I would go for that. But it's it's it won last year, right? Yeah, I think so. It's got plenty of Emmys. Yeah. Um, so True Detective that that was easy enough. <laughs> um, well, the other stuff is good. I don't want to take anything away from it. I just no, it's all it's all pretty. I mean, Downton Abbey's the weak link. I think it's all pretty good um i know i mean game of thrones has obviously a huge fan base but i i just don't see it winning you like the show right nah, not really oh oh i well, watch it just I've watched it all cooler conversation well i i don't know i keep thinking it's going to get better maybe i i don't know like it's it's just good enough to keep me watching but i think i might actually be done because it really is moving slowly. What did me. you think? Well, they have to move slowly because they don't want to go past his books. Right. No, I don't think that's why they do no, that. I don't think so either because I think they've got to deal with if they catch up with the books, he's like giving them an outline of where everything's going and they're just going to go off on their own. So. They've, I mean, they've already made changes, so it's not like it would be without precedent that they would go along with the outline, but make changes in individual little stories. So right. It makes sense. Yeah. I, um, I don't know. Even after how many seasons have been on five, maybe even after all this time, I still watch it. I'm like, wait, who the fuck is that? <laughs> There's a lot of characters. Did you, uh, were you surprised by the red wedding? I was. Yeah. And that was a season ago though. Yeah. Um, it's definitely a cultural stu- touch to I remember, I haven't seen the show, but I, I remember reading the book and being, shocked yeah and i guess the, uh, we've they, talked about the book having bad writing but it has good storytelling so that's why i have enjoyed reading it except for the last book i read i read the second to last book and it was the most boring of all of them and it kind of turned me off of them i'll probably pick up the last one eventually just to see where things go but that was the last but he is a really good storyteller but he's not in my opinion a good writer no yeah that was exactly my point he's obviously good at at plotting stuff out and creating a story and uh but then the the technical aspects of writing he's one step above uh daniel Steele. um <laughs> uh, yeah these are all these are all pretty strong i think uh i mean i really like Mad Men, but i just don't think it has a chance it's one already yeah right? and it has as well yeah um yeah i i like as i always say i have not caught up on any of these dramas so i can't offer a good opinion except for house of cards which i'm halfway through that season and it was great i i'm surprised people didn't like it because did you like it i thought it was okay i didn't think yeah. it was as good as the first season but no i, I it's hard to, it's hard to yeah i don't think it's as good as the first season but it's, it is very good it, and it gets to the point where it's kind of it's kind of cartoonish the things the, how bad he is but it's still interesting right i don't think uh i don't know it's the the first show the bbc show i don't know Maybe because I saw that first night, kind of know how evil the main character is supposed to be. I don't know if it's as good as that, but it is good. It's an interesting contrast with Veep. Yes, <laughs> yeah, two looks at at politics. Yeah, one where the the politicians are super super competent, and one where they not quite. Nope, 
I, I and I mean they both kind of they both kind of arrive at the same place through totally different. Me obviously one is through sheer ineptitude. <laughs> oh, I see what you yeah. Luck, yeah. I haven't um, gotten to that point, but so thanks for spoiling it. Sure. Uh, you want to go with the next category? I'm just uh, interesting to see how how is there any network that hasn't been represented? Yes, NBC has has no love. Not yet on, on these two uh, categories. Next sure. category. Though. Oh wait, no Parks and Rec for comedy series. Yeah, that's kind yeah. of a oh that's a huge snub. I guess snub. we're gonna yeah. we're gonna be talking about uh, actress snubs for sure, but. Yeah, Parks and Rec not getting nominated is a, is, a, is a hot load of bullshit. Yeah, there's a huge actress snub, but yeah, we'll get to it. Um, I put Parks and Rec over uh, all those shows. I would want it to win. So yeah, that's stupid. It should be there. It, I, I guess Orange and the New Black replaced it or Silicon Valley. Yeah, but, maybe. I, I mean, I'd be fine with Orange and the New Black not being in the comedy category. or And obviously, I'd be fine with Big Bang Theory not being in there, but whatever. All right, let's go to the next Outstanding variety series, the Donnie and Marie Smile Hour, which I didn't realize it was still on. Yeah. Colbert Report, it's kind of Comedy Central. The Daily Show with John Stewart, or as the recent ads showed, it's actually called The Stewart Show with John Daly. Jimmy Kimmel Live, Real Time with Bill Maher, Saturday Night Live, The Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon. Did you watch that video that I'm referencing so cleverly? No. Oh, it was funny. It was an ad for Star Wars with. Uh, Colbert and John Stewart fighting about who's the biggest Star Wars fan, and Colbert calls John Stewart and he answers the phone. John Daly, the uh, no, the Stewart show, uh, John John Daly talking. I I don't even know why that would be a battle because I I'd be almost positive Colbert would win that. No, John Stewart was more of a Star Wars geek. In his ad, yeah. Uh, well, I guess that maybe uh, Colbert put more of his energy into Lord of the Rings. I think so. Um. Well, it's it's always the same, this category, I feel like. Always the same people showing up. Um, Bill Maher doesn't stand a chance, obviously. Um, or Saturday Night Live. No, I, I do like Jimmy Fallon. I think he does a good job with his show. Um, yeah, Jimmy Kimmel doesn't stand a chance either. So it's it's down to those three. Um, Colbert Report won for the first time last year. I think... I, I, and I it's think, going out. Yeah, I'm going to pick Colbert Report both what I want to win and what the, what will win just because it's leaving and people are going to say goodbye. Yeah. Same here. Um, and it's, and it's worthy of winning. For but sure. this is, this is Jimmy Fallon's first year on the tonight show, right? Yeah. So that might get some, like maybe NBC will spread some money to get that vote. So I don't know, but yeah. I'll, well, I'll maybe I feel like, it, uh, the tonight shows such a going concern. He's got years and years to win something. Right. For it, yeah. So. No, nobody expects him to pull a coon. And Yeah. And Bill Maher is, uh, uh, for somebody who I largely agree with his politics, probably the biggest asshole of anybody. Um, I actually find myself agreeing with a lot. Yeah, he, not only that, but he has some odd ideas about germ theory. Yeah, I don't know if he's still on the anti-vax thing. Um, I don't. Know oh, I didn't know he was a part of that. I just remember something. I forget exactly what he was saying about he didn't believe in germs. It was just a really weird thing. What a weirdo. No, I, I agree. He's, he makes, oh, my God. Was he doing one of those terrible conservative arguments? Well, it's only a theory. <laughs> like the theory of gravity. and What is... Uh, what, I think there's an internet term called a concern troll. I think that's what it means. Uh, it means that it's, it's someone who pretends to be on the other side. No, no, that's not what it is. Anyway, Bill Moore, to me, smacks as someone who's pretending to be a liberal to make them look bad. 
but I know he isn't. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, you don't need to. I think that's a very rare occurrence because, just like conservatives, there are plenty of liberals who make liberals look bad without well, exactly. having a try. So no, I don't think that's a real thing. But it, if it was, he would be doing a good job. Conserv- Although I guess he's more of a libertarian than a liberal. Yeah, yeah. Which, which is, yeah, just dumb on the face of it. Um, they both have L's. They both have libs. Um. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm got to go with you, Colbert Report for this one all the way, and uh, I, because I, I don't think the Daily, Sh- it's really just going to be between the Daily Show and the Colbert Report. I feel like maybe yeah. Jimmy Fallon's in the mix, um, but the Daily Show is going to be another one that's going to be going forever. I'm sure. Um, I'm surprised that the John Oliver show didn't. Is that not a variety show? Because it's all like comedy. I don't see why it wouldn't be if, if uh, Real Time with Bill Maher is in there. Yeah, I'm surprised that maybe it didn't come on early enough, or I maybe just didn't get enough popularity. I don't know. I haven't watched it, so I don't even know it's good. I don't actually like John Oliver that much. Oh, I I do. I I, yeah. I enjoy John Oliver, and I've seen clips of the show that were really funny. Uh, he's usually the weakest link on the episode of Community that he's on. Uh, I guess that's true, but that mostly has to do with the character being written as a weak character i think yeah that's true i didn't i didn't watch i didn't but i also didn't like him as a, a correspondent on the daily show i thought he was not usually that good not as good as samantha b who i love or uh, what's a, what's her husband's name i like him too rob riggle was is he no, no he's not it's jason like rob, jones uh, jason jones yeah i like rob riggle too see i'm i didn't like uh, i like pretty much everyone but but i don't dislike him i just didn't like him as much as everyone else oh weird yeah i'm the i'm the exact opposite i always feel like like she she's hit and miss for me yeah i think jason jones is like a perfect frat boy yeah and and uh but he's really good at at um taking people down too like he's really quick Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. it's it's a good it's a good uh contrast with like what you think he is and then how he actually acts right right but yeah colbert report we got it um next outstanding miniseries should we even do this um there's well i oh actually i've seen quite a few of these so yeah (laughs) uh american horror story coven or coven for fans of uh american movie bonnie and clyde on a and e never heard of it but it it actually sounds pretty interesting uh I refuse to watch it if they didn't get Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway. They got Emil Hirsch. Ugh. Fargo on FX. Luther, BBC America. Treme, which I guess they're calling a miniseries because HBO limited the last season to five episodes. Oh, I see. Um, the White Queen on Stars. Uh, <laughs> it's a British television drama oh, based on a historical novel. Um, so yeah, whatever. That's, that's not going to win. Um, I think well, we'll, I, we'll probably I, both agree on what we, th- it's tough. All right. I, I want to say that I think Treme was a great show and it doesn't have a chance in hell. And, uh, but it's, it's far too slow and small of a, of a series, um, to get ever get too much love, but it is a great show, but I think we're both going to agree on what we think should win. Fargo. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it was... I mean, no offense to Treme, 
I just think Fargo came on and it was such a surprisingly good show. It should win. And because th- it, it, it defied expectations. No one in their right mind thought a show based on, on the movie Fargo would be good. Nope. And it, it it was very, very good. It, it was good in surprising ways and it, it, it stayed close to a Coen Brothers vision. So it was excellent. And I think it actually will win. You think so? I don't know. It seems like it has a lot of critical acclaim, but that I doesn't... think so too. And but and based on everything else, I think it would win because you have you got what two British shows, you got a show no one's heard of with Bonnie and Clyde. Well, I mean, I don't mean to speak for everyone, but it's not especially popular. And American Horror Story, I guess, is the closest second, but I think that's a little bit too genre to win. And so I'm gonna, I'm going to say Fargo's going to win. Yeah, I think American Horror Story is maybe a little too trashy too for you know. Is it? Is, so it's it's remained trashy. I watched the first like the first half of the first season. It was pretty trashy, and I thought it was okay, but it was never it never made me go back. But I I love that they they're doing it every every year as a different show. I think that's so brilliant. Yeah, I haven't. Uh, I mean, trashy. I have no problem with trash. No, but, I don't have a problem with. But that, with but. the Emmys, I think that that's a point against it, probably. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Um, yeah, Fargo, Fargo for this one. Although I would I would not be unhappy if Treme won, but that's not going to happen. Um, all right, we can skip the TV movies, right? I just want to, I, we can skip them because I haven't seen any of them, but I've never heard of The Normal Heart, and I want to say it after seeing, not only did half the cast get nominated for awards, but half the cast is pretty, is actors I like, so. Really good actors, yeah, I know. Um, and it's based on a play just like, uh, Angels in America, I guess, which HBO also did and won a ton, so maybe, maybe The only thing that gives chance. me pause is the fact it's directed by Ryan Murphy, who's from American Horror Story and Glee and stuff, and he's usually kind of light but i mean he didn't write it right no yeah he just directed and it's another you know it's another hiv like angels in america um Mm -hmm. story so people always love that when it comes time to vote um so i i yeah i I wouldn't be surprised if one but i'm also kind of want to say it yeah well let's let's just go ahead and call it for the normal heart seems like it's got the most uh cachet Mm -hmm. Um, sherlock's good yeah, Sherlock's good, but I I would think is that one episode? I thought that was a miniseries, or is there they just take one episode from the second the third season? That's what it looks like they did, I guess, because the episodes are so long. I see. It's interesting. It. Yeah, the Trip to Battlefall Lifetime movie that doesn't even have a Wikipedia page. <laughs> nope. Um, yeah. All right. The the normal heart for that. Um, outstanding reality. I don't really care. Probably. Well, it seems like we've talked about the Amazing Race, and they moved that to Friday, so that's. They're killing that one. Um, Dancing with the Stars, Project Runway, so you think you can dance. Top Chef and The Voice, maybe The Voice. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I have no I'm idea. Not, I have not seen any of those shows. So I don't pick any of them. Okay, none of them will win. That's what we're calling. Where's American Idol? Where's Survivor? Are those shows not on anymore? Yeah. Where Where is uh, Duck Dynasty? Where's Pawn Pawn Pornography? Yeah, pornography, uh, which is a real show. It's a where, game show. I've never seen it. Yeah. Uh, where, oh, I know what I will vote for: Bridezilla's. What a terrible show that when it's the one I don't really want to turn it off because it's so so awful. I yeah, I can't, man. It's uh, really really bad. I don't understand how it works. Do the, are the people acting that way on purpose, or are people really that 
crazy and flipped out. They've got to be playing it up for the cameras. Although, yeah. I don't know. I mean, there are plenty of crazy people out there, and presumably they're able to find mates somehow. Why, why would the... When one side is crazy, why would the other side agree to marry them and continue to agree during such a terrible public performance? I don't yeah, know. It's easier than dating, I guess. <laughs> All right, should we move on? Yeah. Uh, lead That's... actor in comedy series, Louis C.K., for Louis, Don Cheadle for House of Lies, Ricky Gervais for Derek, Matt LeBlanc for episodes I did not know that was stolen, William H. Macy for Fargo, oh, Shameless, and Jim Parsons for The Big Bang Theory. Um, there's nothing super great on this one, I, I don't, I don't think. I don't care for who wins on this one. Me either. I'm, uh, I mean... <sighs> I need to, to watch House of Lies because I do uh, love Don Cheadle and even more love Kristen Bell, so I have to get House of Lies from Netflix and watch it. And then I can say whether I want him to win. But other than that, I don't, I don't really care. Yeah, well, let's say we want Don Cheadle to win just because we like Don Cheadle. I mean, I I also obviously like Louis C.K., but I, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, so we'd and like Don Cheadle to win, I think, probably. I think gonna win. Yeah, Jim Parsons with this category. Although, I mean, I've never seen Shameless either. But, I know, you know, William H. Macy has some love in Hollywood, but. Yeah, and he's a great actor, so he's probably good in Shameless, which is a remake, right? Yeah, of a British. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm going to go with Jim Parsons, though, because that's an easy choice. Yeah, I think so. Uh, it's a shame, but I think he'll probably win. I like him. Don't like the show, but I like him. Outstanding lead actress in a comedy series. Because he's a Muppet of a man. Lena Dunham. For girls, of course. Edie Falco for Nurse Jackie. I'm surprised that one's still on. Uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus for Selena Meyer. Melissa McCarthy for Mike and Molly. Oh, Amy Poehler for Leslie Nope on Parks and Rec. And Taylor Schilling from Orange is the New Black. Um, I think we both know who we want to win. Yeah, she needs to win again. Amy Poehler. Yeah, and make I, it with Bono again and all that. I think it's probably down to her and Julia Louis-Dreyfus, although... Yeah, because uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus won the year before, but yeah, I, Amy Poehler's just better. Yeah, Lena Dunham might might have uh, some the hip factor going for her, but I don't think she's won yet. Um, maybe they just feel like she's too young and she's got a long career ahead of her or something. Well, here's the thing. I think Amy Poehler could pull off pretty much any of these roles and be just as funny as the other actress, but I don't think that's true the other way around. I agree. Maybe Julia Louis-Dreyfus could pull off a lot of these. Um, yeah. I mean, Ma- Mike and Molly's kind of, you have to wear a fat suit. Yeah. That's not true. Melissa, Melissa McCarthy's a very funny actor, actress. I don't, I shouldn't say that. Cause no, she's, not, she is she's good. Well, really she, funny. She, although, you know, she kind of does it to herself a little bit. Well, I shouldn't say that. It's it's the writers um, who, who do the the appearance jokes, you know, the jokes based right. on her appearance. Um, I, and I haven't seen her new movie, so I don't know if she plays that up or not. Who knows? It didn't get good reviews, but I still want to say it. Yeah, who cares? She she is funny, and she's a good actress. Um, yeah, I, I have nothing bad to say about any of the... Well, you don't like Tyler Schilling, but I don't mind her. I don't know Leonard Dunham enough to say anything either way, but Edie Falco, Joy Louis-Dreyfus, Melissa McCarthy, and Amy Poehler are all outstanding. I just think Amy Poehler is a little bit better than them. And do you think she will actually win again? I think... <sighs> it's I, tough. I don't see any of the others being, uh, you know, that much better. Right. So, yeah, I think I think she's going to win again. Okay, uh, yeah, I'll say... I mean, I think it's just kind of going to keep ping-ponging between her and Julia Louis-Dreyfus for a mm-hmm. while. Um, but then again, Melissa McCarthy uh, is also very likable. 
That's true. She had has a chance. I, I, I think I have. Maybe it's wrong, but I, I seem to think that network shows win more often than than cable shows. It seems to still be that way. Yeah. Um, but I mean, Louis, Julie and Julie Louis Dreyfus has already won, so who knows? Yeah, that's true. Um, anyway, I'm sticking with Amy Poehler. Okay, I, I will too. Melissa McCarthy just, could be an upset. Um, the show is terrible, but she's good. So. Oh, you've seen? I've not seen the show, so I don't even know either way. I've probably seen five minutes of it. Oh, okay. Okay, uh, next. Outstanding lead actor in a drama series. Brian Cranston for Breaking Bad. Jeff Daniels for The Newsroom. John Hamm for Mad Men. Woody Harrelson is Martin Hart. Matthew McConaughey has Rustin Cole. Kevin Spacey is Frank Underwood. Oh, I, th- I started saying titles of characters instead of shows. Oh, yeah, House so, of Cards. House of Cards and True Detective. I think uh, this is a really strong yeah. category. I, I think it's probably going to go to Matthew McConaughey. I think so too, just because he has this has this streak going with the yeah. Oscar and 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 the fact that he was I haven't st- again I haven't watched the whole show but he was outstanding in that show. He yeah, was unbelievably good. And but I I kind of want I I think it's going to be Matthew McConaughey and I don't have any problem with it but I kind of want John Hamm to win because he's never won. He he is does a great job in that role. I think they'll probably give it to him uh, next year for the final half season oh, I, of Mad Men. Oh, that's right. I forgot they split things up. So, yeah, you're probably right. Because, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, I, this I is his only shot, twice. really, in this, right. in this category. So. Right. Oh, so although Woody Harrelson was great, too, but yeah, it's the McConaughey is the one who... He's he, a little bit crazier, so it's a little bit more of a performance. Yeah, he did a little more heavy lifting. Um, so, yeah, I have no problem with it either, and I think that's kind of a foregone conclusion. It's interesting that they base it on one episode. Yeah, it which well, is kind of stupid in a way because really it should be based on a a a, a thing of work like a, a a piece of work the entire because you're working for a whole season you're not working for the one episode so I think that's kind of stupid but I guess that's the way they do it to make it easier for voters to be able to watch what they're voting on. Sure, didn't you? You know, you read Gwyneth Paltrow. It's a hard life being an actor. Uh, they don't have time for this kind of nonsense. Outstanding lead actress in a drama series. Lizzie Kaplan for Masters of Sex. Claire Danes for Homeland. Uh, Michelle Dockery for Downton Abbey. Julia Margulies for The Good Wife. Carrie Washington for Scandal. Robin Wright for House of Cards. And here's where we should talk about the major snub. Because I think oh, right. there was one actress that did that ran circles around all these people and uh, for some reason didn't get nominated. Oddly, because she got nominated last year. Yeah. Tatiana Maslany for, um, God damn it, I'm blanking on the name of the show. Orphan Black. Yes, I agree. She uh, should be there and she should be winning. Yeah, it's it's really, this is really a gross oversight on, on their part. Uh, and you've got the chick from Downton Abbey. Come on. And I can't imagine, I mean, no offense to Lizzie Kaplan, I can't imagine her, her role is any better. Yeah, she, and I like Lizzie Kaplan. Yeah, I, I love her, but yeah, she doesn't belong there. Uh, the other ones, I, I don't have, like Claire Danes, even though I didn't watch the episode, but she's great, and she's great in that show, and it's it's a meaty role, and Juliana Margulies does great in The Good Wife. It, everything is fine, I just, and Kerry Washington, I think, is of this list the most um, TV star-like, like, if you you know how they have the old version of what a movie star is, I think Carrie Washington is what the old version of a TV star like. She would fit in in the '80s really well. Yeah, if she were white. 
but I mean that that show is a very kind of soap opera show and she's beautiful and she does a great job, but it's, she's a, it's very much a TV star and I think she's going to win. Oh yeah. I, I think actually she has a shot at winning too. Um, she, she's definitely, well, for everything you just said, um, I, I think she is going to win. I think, I mean, I, I think who I would like to win, I don't know. I, I like Lizzie Kaplan a lot. The show is okay. Um, uh, I like Robin Wright, of course. Although Robin Wright is kind of the same as um, as Michelle Dockery on Downton Abbey, where they're kind of cold and reserved characters, so it's it's not a lot of uh, a lot of acting, which is what people <laughs> like. Oh, but that's a reason. But you're picking who you want to win. You're not picking who you think's going to win. Right, I think I think probably Kerry Washington will win. Um, no, I, but I'm you're saying that you're take you're at, you're making a strike against them since it's what people don't like. But you're not talking about people; you're just talking about yourself at this point. Yeah, and but I'm having a hard time coming up with who I think should win. Um, oh, okay. I I think Juliana Margulies. She always does a good job, and she hasn't won for that show yet. So I'm going to pick her. Yeah, that's, that's who true. I want to win. She's been on for doing it forever, and she hasn't won. So let's give it to her. I think Claire Danes is won enough, and and I didn't think the last season of the show was all that great um i'm surprised that show's still going me oh, too from the creators of 24 oh now i'm not surprised it's still going never mind uh which ended stupidly by the way is it over for good no that's the that's the thing it oh, okay it's it was left completely open-ended so oh, i see um yeah i'm gonna take back my recommend recommendation of that of this season of that show. Cause it was, it was pretty ridiculous <laughs> after a while. It wasn't even fun. Ridiculous. For me. Well, I just bought the entire DVD set. So thanks a lot in sure. Blu-ray and on a big screen TV that I had to purchase. It's the only way to watch it. That's what the guy at Best Buy said. Next category. Outstanding lead actor in a miniseries or movie. And do we have to go through all these since we're just going to pick somebody from Fargo? Yeah, I, I, I'm going to have to go... Well, I think Billy Bob Thornton's got to take it. Oh, I was going to say Martin Freeman. Either one would be fine with me. Uh, I think Billy Bob Thornton would is going to win it, though. You think... But who would you pick? I would I would pick him or Martin Freeman. I thought they both did. Okay. Did... Uh, I, I, I guess I see what you're saying with Billy Bob Thornton's choice, because it was more of a, a violent role. Maybe it's... I don't know. Yeah, bad... I mean... Bad, bad crazy guys, guys are, yeah. are always more interesting, I feel like, yeah. to voters. Yeah, uh, Martin, I, th- I think Martin Freeman did a better job with his part, though, because it was, it it was, was a lot more, more under understated. The, under the, yeah, yeah, be, be behind the eyes. There's a lot more behind the eyes. Billy Bob Thornton was just kind of, he was just kind of, you know, menacing. And he was very, very good at menacing. I'm not saying that, but I'd be happy with either, but I think I want Martin Freeman to win. Yeah, I, I, I just think uh, the behind the eyes acting is not really what, what gets votes? Oh, I'm not. I'm. I. I think I agree with you that Billy Bob Thornton's going to going to win. But I. I'm picking Martin Freeman. Yeah. For who uh, I want to win. Some who of I the think. other people were Benedict Cumberbatch um, and Idris Elba from Luther and the. They're Lion. both very good. Both very good. Mark Ruffalo uh, from The Normal Heart, obviously a good actor. Um, I have to see that. Mark Ruffalo, another good actor. Uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor for Dancing on the Edge, which I have no idea what that is. It was on Stars. Oh, you never heard of that? That's the He danced with the, the WNBA point guard. 
Oh, yeah. It's a reality show. I'm surprised they put it in miniseries. It doesn't make any sense. Oh, he wasn't with uh, he wasn't with U2's guitarist. No, no, they don't. They don't do that. I thought he would just be dancing on top of him. Uh, oh, that's too bad. Yeah, I I think I'm gonna go Billy Bob Thornton. I'll, and I'll go with you. I think, and when saying I think Martin Freeman should win, Billy Bob Thornton will win. And maybe we are uh, completely blinded by our own uh, our own appreciation of Fargo. Maybe it won't win shit, but I think. No, it, I think I think given what it's going up against. Well, although I don't know enough about Mark Ruffalo's normal. I haven't. I didn't hear. It. Have you heard of the normal heart before reading this nope, stuff? Not before seeing the nominations. So I think I I might want to put a caveat that. That might win over Billy Bob Thornton if that if that movie is more popular than I realize. Yeah, I because think, it's got a ton of nominations. So I don't think uh, Dancing on Edge or Sherlock Holmes or Luther is going to win. I mean, two of the shows are not even American. How, how can that win an American award? But so I think it's yeah. I'm going to change my vote a little bit. It's going to I have it even like with Mark Ruffalo and Billy Bob Thornton for who I think is going to win. Okay. Um, outstanding lead actress in a miniseries or movie. Um, hold on. I'm looking to see. I have not seen a single one of these. Yeah, me neither. Oh, Chris, Kristen, it's IFC thing. Kristen Wiig's been in. That's neat. Is yeah, that, wasn't that, that drama? That, no, no. I think it. Oh, it's a comedy. Will involved? And yeah. Oh God, I've never it, even heard of this. The Spoils Man. of Babylon. It was supposed to be based on like some some fake best-selling book series. It was like an epic romance type thing. Oh, so it's kind of like a Downton Abbey parody. It's like a spoof. Yeah. yeah. But set in America with Tobey Maguire, who didn't know it was a comedy, so he played it straight. He never knows what he's doing. And Tim Robbins. What a cast. Jessica Alba. What an odd guy. Oh, my God. Val Kilmer. What does he look like nowadays? Jabba. <laughs> so, like Marlon Brando. He was always going there. He, yeah, he was always headed down the Mar- Marlon Brando path. Aside from talent. And uh, picking good roles, yeah. Steve Tom. I don't know who that is. Well, yeah. w- let's list the lead actresses. Um, so you got Hel- Helena Bonham Carter, Minnie Driver, Jessica Lange, Sarah Paulson, Cicely Tyson, Chris and Wiggs. So that's pretty strong category, too. I just haven't seen them, so I don't know. Yeah, I mean, all the actresses are great. I, I don't have any problem. I just have not seen any of these. Wow, another Lifetime movie. I guess Lifetime makes good movies. That No, that can't be true. Yeah, but, oh, Minnie Driver. Oh, don't people hate Minnie Driver? Do they? She's the one that ruined... According to them, that that uh, twelve weddings and a funeral, six weddings and a funeral, whatever that, or Goodwill Hunting. I don't know. I thought people hated Mini Driver, or is it the person in? Uh, I don't know. I don't have any problem with Mini Driver, so I, I don't either. They're saying that she ruined Goodwill Hunting. I think Goodwill Hunting ruined Goodwill Hunting. I might be confusing her with someone else. Whoever is in that uh, weddings and a funeral movie? Julia Roberts. No. Oh. Anyway, um, I, I don't know who to call for this. It's a tough one. Yeah. So Cicely Tyson has got a... I don't know if she's ever won anything, so that's a, a possibility, just, you know, legacy. Do people, do people hate Andy McDowell? Maybe that's who I'm thinking yes, of. Yes, people hate Andy McDowell, yes. Okay, I never understood that. No, she's not a great actress, but... She, well, I she is definitely the weakest link of uh, Groundhog Day. Yeah. But would Robin Hitchcock sing a song about someone who's who's so bad? He might. Wait, oh, he didn't really sing about her, though. He was singing I mean, about Gene Hackman. Yeah. 
Um, it's true. Yeah, I don't. I, uh, I have no idea. No idea either. Let's say I'll say Jessica Lang. What the hell? Yeah. Uh, you want to you want to take a quick break and we'll. And then we'll tackle supporting actors who everyone. That's what everyone was waiting for. That's why we start with the 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 unknown stuff and we ended up with the the big time stuff the yeah yeah everybody's been waiting um, i'm sure they won't stop listening here uh let's uh let's take a quick break we'll be right back we had a comrade a brave comrade he could talk for whole days but then he tried to be a hero Try talking about Shamiro to computers wearing earphones. Oh. He almost died for conversation, hallucinations, good vibrations. Van Dyke Park's Greyhound Racing, steeplechasing, the Reformation, transubstantiation, Brian Stucker's creation, the land of the Thracians, and right back to the stars. All right, we're back. So long-awaited supporting performances. Yeah, let's get into them. Uh, go for it, Pat. Supporting perform, outstanding supporting actor in a comedy series. Fred Armisen for Portlandia, Andre Brar for Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Ty Burrell for Modern Family, Adam Driver for Girls, Jesse Tyler Ferguson for Modern Family, or Tony Hale's Veep. I think we're both going to agree on this one pretty wholeheartedly. I, I, what we I'm want. hoping so. Um. Let's Andre say Brower. Oh uh, shit! Is that Anna Klumski? Is that yes? Who yeah, I, yeah, that's exactly who I would have picked. I would love to see him win. I don't. I don't think he will, but I would like that. I think it's just going to be someone from Modern Family. Although Tony Hale won it last year, so they could surprise us. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't think Fred Armisen's going to win. Um, no, I don't. It's too don't. niche. Yeah. And Ty Burrell being in a supporting actor category. Weird. Yeah. Weird. He might have he might have a shot. Um, this is tough because Andre Brower is great, and they did give it to Andy Samberg. Wait, no, that was the Golden Globes. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They, the Brooklyn Nine Nine didn't win any Emmys. It should have at least been nominated for Best Comedy. Let me go back to that now that we're past. Oh that. yeah, yeah. What was in Best Comedy again? Big Bang Theory, Brooklyn Nine Nine is better. Louis. Brooklyn Nine-Nine is better. Modern Family, Brooklyn Nine-Nine is better. Orange New Black, Brooklyn Nine-Nine is better. Silicon Valley, at least equal. Veep, at least equal. It should be on that list. Yeah, it should. They just need to take Big Bang Theory off. Like, it, it it's not even in the same league as the other shows that are, they're listing. No, and the great thing about Brooklyn Nine-Nine, it was its first season, and it was so well-written, and it was still the pieces were still coming together. I just can't imagine how great it's going to be, hopefully. I mean, I, that's not really saying anything. It could just be it had been so great because the writers are all seasoned. Yeah, well, but but Andre Brower, his performance is, is one of the best things on the show. Yeah. And yeah. you know what? I'm going to – I don't know. We obviously both want him to win. I think he might have a chance, but realistically, probably Ty Burrell. But you know what? I'm, I'm actually going to say I think Andre Brower will win because they got to have some upsets. I guess. I don't think it's going to be him, though. I think it's going to be uh... – Okay. Oh, I don't know. It could be Adam Driver. It's not going to be Adam Driver. 
<laughs> Although he does have that. He's in the new Star Wars, so. Yeah, that's uh, why I picked him. Yeah. I wonder if he's a bad guy or a good guy. I think he's a bad guy. I hope so. I mean, he looks like a bad guy. Yeah, yeah, well, now. Well, so if you look at Mark Hamill, he kind of looks like a bad guy, too. <laughs> that's true. Uh, not in Corvette Summer, though. He was still dreamy then. That was before his accident. What happened to him? Was it a car accident? Yeah. Okay. He messed up his face a little bit. But I don't think... I think now the way he looks is just because he's he's gained a little weight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it doesn't seem fair that Carrie Fisher had to lose weight, but they let Mark Hamill get as fat as Jabba. Well, that that's uh, that's the way it is in Hollywood. And they let Harrison Ford break his leg all over the place. Older, chunkier men are distinguished. Older, what? chunkier women. I can't even finish the sentence. It's uh, a... Distinguished. Or undistinguished. Oh, I couldn't see where you're going there. The, uh... Wait, what happened with Harrison Ford's leg? He broke his leg, so they had to push production back, and they were talking about changing the... Apparently, Harrison... Or, I'm sorry, Han Solo is a big part of the story. So they might have to change the story, so it's not so much emphasized on so him. So, Han Solo heavy? See, it was a funny oh, thing. Oh, I don't... He's heavy. I mean, you, you can't... There's a there's this thing if you're living with Calissa Flockhart you can't gain weight because she kind of sucks all the fat out of the room. That's yeah. That's I mean I kind of wish I had one of one of her around for me every once in a while except I don't want to listen to her talk about her years on Ally McBeal. Which is also talks again. about what else has she got to talk about? Um, when I was a kid, I saw well we've talked about it. I saw Star Wars uh, when it first came out and so I was seven. And I thought Luke Skywalker was the coolest character then. Everybody loved Han Solo, and I mean the adults, you know. And, and I was like, I don't, I don't get it. He seems like kind of a dick. <laughs> Luke Skywalker is heroic, and uh, and now I understand the whole, you know, Mary Sue concept and everything. I guess it wasn't really a Mary Sue. It was more just a a boring hero. Yeah, lovable rogue versus a, just a straight white vanilla hero. Right. I, yeah, when I was a kid, Mar- Hansel was just there, and I was like, "Go, go, Luke!" You yeah, know, you get the girl. Very strange that I mean, I guess maybe he was a fairly limited actor, but you know, he never he never really blew up like Harrison Ford did. No, he did blow up as a voice actor, though. He's that's true. Well, you know, I think a part of it probably is expectations. The Harrison Ford was able to meet those expectations and, and come up with other movies that were huge hits, but there's no way Mark Hamill was ever going to carry a movie. He just didn't have the charisma. Yeah, so a little too th- bland. Yeah, and I think he kind of just realized that and probably didn't want to take the, the criticism that would be behind that and kind of stopped acting so much until he landed the Joker role and he killed that, and then he, he's all over the place for voice acting for a while. I don't know if he still is. Well, uh, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. I can't... I, I was reading something online. It was like um, actor feuds or something. And uh, there was a quote from Harrison Ford on Shia LaBeouf. And he said, I thought he was a fucking idiot. Really? Which is uh, <laughs> interesting. I want I to find the context for that. <laughs> I heard about the feud between Shia LaBeouf. I, I guess just everyone has a feud with him. But between Shia LaBeouf and uh, Alec Baldwin when they were both acting on the stage. Oh, yeah. I, I did too. Yeah. It was all about like. I guess in I don't know I've never been an actor but in movie acting you just memorize your lines 
and you go in rehearsal and you know your lines, but in stage acting, it's not like that. And Alec Baldwin has a stage background. So he went in not knowing his lines, but that's how they learn their lines by working together and kind of working the part, learning the part more than learning the lines. And, and Charlotte Booth was all pissed off because he was going in and, and working with this incompetent asshole that doesn't know their lines. And he just didn't realize that, that you're not, you don't necessarily need to know your lines. Shia LaBeouf trying to school Alec Baldwin on stage acting. Ah, <laughs> oh, Shia LaBeouf. You should not, you're not worthy to tread the boards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was good in holes. Sure. Uh, kid actors are, are a different category. And once they grow up, they should not be like that. They should be more like uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Or Anna Klumsky, who who at least... Yeah, Joseph Gordon-Levitt is, is the outlier. Anna Klumsky uh, took a shitload of time off and came back as an adult, which is smart. Yeah, I think when they go to Yale, it seems like they all go to Yale. There must be like a child actor school at Yale, because I think Anna Klumsky went there. But I know that... Uh, and Sarah Harvard. Went there. Oh, Harvard too, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, because didn't who Jodie Foster? I think uh, I think Rashida Jones went to Harvard. Really, I didn't know that. And uh, Anna Klumsky didn't. She went to University of Chicago. So forget the whole thing. Good for you, Anna Klumsky. Speaking of and Anna Klumsky, oh no, go ahead. She's very good in uh, Veep. Very good. That's what I'm saying. Especially the episode Detroit. Uh, right. So outstanding supporting actress in a comedy series. There's a there's a a person who's nominated here that I'm very surprised by. All right, we will get to it. Let's, let's figure. I I'm looking at the list and I'm I can't figure out who you're talking about. So, um, Mayim Bialik. I'm very surprised the show's still on the air. For the Big Bang Theory, uh, Julie Bowen for Modern Family. Not that she's just nominated, but that show still exists is surprising to me. Or is it Mayim Bialik? Is that what you're talking about? No. Oh, okay. Anna Klumsky for Veep. Allison Janney for Mom. Oh, okay. Uh, Kate McKinnon for Saturday Night Live. That was what I was talking about. Allison Janney for Mom. Yeah. And Kate Mulgrew for Orange is the New Black. Yeah, I, I just saw Allison Janney's name, and I, I didn't look at what show it was for. I for, totally forgot she was on that. Um, and I think the name of the episode she's nominated for is a good indication of what kind of terrible show that is. The name was Estrogen and a Hearty Breakfast. Yeah. Um, yeah, see, they don't give... Uh, they don't give an episode title for Kate Mulgrew. And yeah, that's interesting. Netflix, and they don't give one for Kate McKinnon. Who is that? She's on Saturday Night Live. She plays like Justin Bieber on there and stuff. Um, oh, God, okay. I have seen her then. She's not that funny. Yeah, people no love offense, her. Kate. I don't get it. Do they? Yeah. Oh, and she doesn't look like I thought she'd look. Um, so I'm going to, you know what? Well, I would like Anna Klumsky to win off this list. Let me say, I would like Allison Janney to not win, but yeah, Anna Klumsky for sure out off the list. That's who I most want to win. Who's going to win. Julie um, Bowen. Julie Bowen. Yeah. I, I think it's her time and who, what Mayan Bialik's going to win. I don't think so. Um, and they can't, they can't, they can't, can't, can't have someone from the show called mom win. No, it's yeah. It is bizarre that she even got nominated for this piece of shit. But, but then again, she's Allison Janney, you know. So I think she's got she's got actual acting chops, and she's been around for a long time doing good work uh, before this. So yeah, that's, I'm sure that's, that's why they point. threw her in. But yeah, but I don't want her to win. No offense, because I really like her. She's awesome. It's just yeah, the show's just... terrible. I like Will Arnett, and his show's god awful as well. Yeah. Um. Nobody from at least Saturday he didn't Night... get nominated. Yeah, 
Nobody from Saturday Night Live ever wins this, I feel like, but I could be wrong. Maybe Kristen Wiig has won. And I don't know. Um, yeah, so Anna Klemski, I would like to. Julie Bowen probably will. It's, not, it's fine if she wins. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as nobody else does. Um, I'm really surprised Allison Janney was nominated. Yeah, I think it's just got to be... Um, it's just got to be sheerly on reputation. And because... Well, let's let's try to think. Um, supporting actress in a comedy series, you know, they could have April from Parks and Rec. They could have nominated April from Parks and Rec. They could have nominated Alice Brie. Two people Bree. in Brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh, oh goddamn! You're right. Yeah. Two people in Brooklyn Nine Nine, and uh, oh, look at that! Everybody's white. Yep. Uh, well, the the and the people in Brooklyn Nine Nine. Um, I think maybe it's just the first season thing yeah. and, and they'll they'll get to them eventually but because um the one uh the god damn it i can't think of the character's name that that um andy samberg professes love to mm-hmm. it's she's a, very good it's, it's a very, very tough role yeah yeah because because she's a straight man and she very rarely gets funny funny things to do mostly she's playing off of andy samberg being crazy but she does such a great job at it yeah at first i thought she was when it first started i was like oh she's kind of an uninteresting character but she's not she like no does a very good job with the role yeah i mean they make her a little bit ocd not OCD. i don't think that's the right term but they make her very obsessive about the captain that's one of her quirks and dating that one guy the like that schlub that always his own canceled shows anyway Great actress. I think she would deserve a nomination, and as would uh, either of the other two. I, f- I forget their characters. I music. agree. But anyway, they didn't, and they're stuck with these, this sorry lot. Well, Joey Bowen does a great job, and I guess Maya Biak is okay. Maya Biak is kind of playing a, a cartoonish character. I don't know if that's easy or not. Well, but yeah, I, I think it is probably easier to do broad. Um, mm-hmm. And I like Anna Klumsky a lot in, in V, but I don't think she's as good as, as April on Parks and Rec or as good as the people in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. No. Yeah, and as I said, Allison Brie for Community, I think. Mm-hmm. Well, that's true. That, yeah, she's... I, I guess I just forget about Community because it's so... Now they're going to have that on Yahoo. Yeah, like, I guess so. I, I mean, Yahoo's doing so bad that they're turning part of it into a parking lot, but it's still they still have enough to produce a TV show. How do you watch it? I think... Uh, I think... It really hit home for me with Community when Donald Glover left, and I was like, "Well, you, like Chevy Chase leaving is one thing, but then it, you shouldn't maybe go on after that." <laughs> I feel like after Donald Glover leaves, I I uh, I agree it's not as good, but I still like that cast has great chemistry and they're very funny together. So I think they could still get two good things. So I'm looking forward to watching where wherever you watch it. I guess you maybe have to go into a a booth at a mall to watch it. Stay. I would assume, yeah. As yeah, like right behind the sunglasses hut. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. We, they do have good chemistry on the show, but the best chemistry on the show was Danny Pudi and and Donald yeah. Glover, their characters. Yeah. So yeah, it, the show didn't start off with them having any kind of, but they were so great together that the writing pushed them together. Right. But yeah, I agree. But still, it's I think Alison Brie and Joel McHale work well together. Alison Brie and Danny Pudi work well together. So it, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, and you know, I think maybe they should just have a whole separate comedy category. Um, they can just call it the CBS category, where it's just comedy shows with uh, shitty laugh tracks, and they can all compete against each other instead of competing against actual comedies. 
and then you can you can eliminate like Mayim Bialik from this and and make room Alice, for some Alice Brooklyn Nine Nine and Allison Janney, yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, I think I think we got that one. Julie Bowen probably win. When is Netflix going to have an actual comedy series that's good? I mean, Orange is the New Black is good, but it's not a comedy series. Oh, Louie. No, Louie's FX. When oh, is Louis Netflix going to have a... They have that Derek show, but you said that was a BBC show. Oh, it was a BBC, BBC yeah, that they just purchased. So when so. is Netflix going to have original programming that's a comedy? Because it seems like that would be cheaper to produce, and it would be easier to find some... Just like FX did with the with the, with Louie and with the... That's always Sunny in Philadelphia guys, that they could find just guys who are itching to make a sitcom. Anyway, maybe I hope they do it. Maybe two guys with a podcast or something. Yeah, they have a good cast for a new version of MASH. They did. I mean, they did do Arrested Development, but again, that's like a purchase property. So, right, yeah, that's right. true. I mean, Arrested Development was great, and I have no problems with that being on there. But just their own original program. Like, I mean, again, uh, uh, House of Cards is not strictly original, but it, in most ways of definition, it's original to Netflix. Right, right. So, anyway... That's just a similar to Orange is the New Black. I mean, Orange is the New Black comes from a novel, but it's so next year they have all that Marvel stuff coming on. I can't wait to see that. But again, that's not sitcoms, but I will enjoy it. Marvel and DC. No, no, I mean Netflix oh, the Netflix one. Yeah, yeah. They have Daredevil and um, Power Man and Iron Fist, I think. Yeah, I'll I'll watch those for sure. Yeah, yeah, and DC has Flash, which I think you'll hate. And DC but... also has Gotham. Which also most people are gonna. Hate. Well, we'll see. It has. We'll see, we we said we talked a lot of shit about Sleepy Hollow before it came on. The yeah, air, so. that's true. I yeah, we'll see. Is, so Gotham is on Fox. Yep. I wonder if it's going to be a Gotham Sleepy Hollow night. Ooh, that'd be interesting. Yeah. But yeah, I I, I did the last thing I heard about it is the, the one of the first episodes has a character that seems obvious when people watch the I guess they leaked the pilot for people to watch the character scene everyone was like well that's the Joker obviously and it turns out that they're going to have a bunch of characters on the show that people are going to say well that's the Joker obviously and I don't know if they're not going to tell you right away who which one's the Joker so that's interesting it's interesting it's I mean I don't know it's maybe not the greatest mystery in the history of uh, TV but yeah at least no, they're, but I'm, they're messing with people's expectations a bit yeah that's that's because the other characters out and out. This is obviously going to be Penguin and stuff. And the, but the thing is that one of the great things, greatest things about the, when it's done well, the greatest things about the Joker character is he has no origin. You don't know where he comes from. You don't know where he's going. So it, it kind of takes away from that. But who's who knows? We'll see how it is. I would, I think it would be cool if it was revealed that the Joker came from, like, a, what's that guy, Mister Mixelpiddle? <laughs> Mister Mixelplick? Yeah, was he? He's from like some. Third dimension. Third dimension. Like, if there was some other dimension um, uh, with a planet full of just crazy clowns, like <laughs> John Wayne Gacy. Same. Yeah. <laughs> That's neat. Yeah, I would. Well, you know, we know Hollywood doesn't return our calls, so there, probably nothing will come of it. But maybe uh, DC will return our calls because, let's face it, they need some help. David returns our calls, and he lives near Hollywood. That is true. Near Hollywood, though, that's the uh, that's, a, that's, that's the operative word. Block. Yeah, plenty of people near Hollywood will will call us. It's it's just getting that that area code, man. Um, all Will, right, Will was on actually on the podcast, and he's from Hollywood. Oh, near Hollywood. Near Hollywood again. Yeah, it's a it's a. This is the problem with income inequality in this 
in this country is is that people who live in Hollywood uh, just pretend like the rest of us don't exist. Because you and I should both be part of that 1% by now if, if Hollywood had returned any of our calls. Exactly. We would be... And we would also be oppressing like the rest of one, the 1%. We wouldn't keep our liberal ideals. We would throw them to the wayside as soon as we had a big bag of cash. You, yeah, you check them out when you get your first mansion. I think that's the American dream. I don't mean to speak just for you, but I will. Do. All right, should we move on? Sure. Okay. Let's talk about politics. Oh, you mean categories? Sure. Why not? Outstanding supporting actor in a drama series, Jim Carter, Denton Abbey, Josh Charles, The Good Wife, who, crazy, Peter Pinklage, Peter Pinklage, Pinklage, Peter Dinklage, Game D- of Thrones, Dieter Mandy, Pinklage, that's the, that's the German version, Mandy Patankin, Homeland, Aaron Paul, Breaking Bad, John Voigt, Ray Donovan, now I want to play that game, Kim Jarter, Kosh Jarls. Dieter Pinklage, Pandy Dedankin, Perrin All, and Von Joit. Oh, Von Joit is a good German name. Yes, I really enjoy this game of of uh, Jan Jelliet. Uh, that, yeah, that sounds more uh, Swedish. Jan Jelliet. Bork, bork, bork. Um, I think from this list... Uh, a couple tough choices. I think I would. I think Aaron Paul might win. Did he? Did he not already win? I think he has, but, but yeah, he's it was the last season, player. and I yeah. don't think uh, I don't think Brian Cranston's going to win because that because McConaughey's in that category. So I don't know if it helps, but Josh Charles might win because his character died. Oh, spoiler alert! Sorry. The um. Yeah, that who knows. I think maybe Aaron Paul will win this. I don't have a problem with that. Um, uh-huh. I would say him or or uh, Dieter Pinklage. I don't really have a choice be. here. I don't I don't know enough about these shows, but I'll be happy with any of them. I don't really have. This is not one of a category where I say I hate that guy. Yeah, so. I mean, again, Downton Abbey. Maybe they should. You just, are really down on Downton Abbey. They, well, it's it's just such a such a soap opera it's it's weird that it gets nominated with these other more serious shows but um oh i like that jim carter's an old guy getting nominated i always like when they have a bunch of different ages and it's true and he races does, and stuff and he does do a good neat. job i just feel like like you said they're not going to give it to some british actor on a british show um they'll I'll, probably give it to peter dinklage a typical american you know movie star good looks the, well, that's true. It is Hollywood, the uh, the the machine that's all about surface. But as, you, as long as you look average and perfect, that, yeah. I mean, make hearts swoon. The the uh, well, I, I mean, I don't know if that's true. I mean, I think that's kind of why um, that's that's kind of why they won't take me as an actor in Hollywood either because I, I just look too good. I, I look so much like, like an actor, you know, like all these, all these dudes, like, um, I, you know, John C. Riley with their actors looks, Peter Dinklage, uh, who else? Uh, you know, the li- well, now, now you're just being ridiculous. Um, yeah. What, I don't know. What do you think? 
I, you said you don't really care. I think Peter Dinklage might have a chance. Um, but I think it's probably Aaron Paul. I don't know. Mandy Patinkin? Who knows? Yeah, none of these. None, it's weird. That the, uh, like the supporting actresses seem like the shows were just more more varied. It seems like this is all the same same thing we see every year. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Ray Donovan, he was nominated. I think he won last year. I think John he might Lloyd. have. He won, or at least a Golden Globe. Golden I can't Globe, remember. Yeah, it might have been a Golden Globe. Which is weird, because he's notoriously right-wing uh, in Hollywood. Oh, that's right. This is Ray Donovan's first season, so it was definitely a Golden Globe. Yeah. Although, so is Kelsey Grammer right-wing, and he's he's won a bunch of times. So He's oddly right-wing. I think it's all the cocaine that makes him right-wing. I think it's all the cocaine and uh, having everybody he know, knew and loved murdered, probably. He had people he knew and loved murdered? A couple, yeah. His sister, I think. Uh, Jeez. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's a it's a sad story. You can all go look it up. That's not what this podcast is about. We're about uh, uplifting the human race. Are you saying he hired someone to do it when you said he had the murdered? Of course. Man. He, that he, is something else. When you hang out in, in strip clubs all the time and you're coked out of your mind, that's... You, you run into those people who are going to do those kind of things. It makes his his role on Frasier even more realistic. You know, all the episodes where there was, like, the, when he's hanging out at the Bada Bing and sending guys out to break some heads, it makes it seem like this was real life. I, I think they, they kind of based it on his real life. Um, oh, he, that's, that's not acting. He shouldn't have won any of those Emmys then. I want them all taken off of him. No, he should have because he had to relive it. Well, that's true. That's um, trauma. I think he also in in his real life. I mean, the show really was all taken from his real life. He had he had week after week of uh, threes company style misunderstandings going on. So it was a rich vein to tap. That's why the show lasted so long. Um, outstanding supporting actress in a drama series: Christine Baranski uh, for The Good Wife, Joanne Froggett. Come on, Froggett. He named after an 80s video game uh, for Downton Abbey. Anna Gunn for Breaking Bad. Lena Headey for Game of Thrones. The game was called Frogger. Well, maybe maybe on the East Coast it was called Frogger. Out here, it was called Froggit. And it came with some frozen yogurt. It was a whole theme. We knew... this. The, I live in the heart of Silicon Valley. And by heart, I mean miles away, but not that far. Um, so it, everything was an event out here with our video games. You guys just went to the pizza parlor and played them like rubes. Probably paid 25 cents a game. <sighs> Christina Hendricks for Mad Men. Maggie Smith for Downton Abbey. What flavor frozen yogurt? Frog. Frog oh, leg. Wow. Yeah, frog leg flavored. It was all, It was all very thematic. Um, well, first of all, I, I don't know. Christine Baranski seems very, uh, uh, theatrical to me mm-hmm. as an actor. I don't know if she is on this show. Um, but I know she was on Sybil. Uh, she was on Sybil? Yeah. Downton Abbey? No, not a chance. Um, Lena Headey, she plays Cersei Lannister on the show. I don't know if you've seen enough of the show, but I I don't think she's a very good actress. Really? No. I don't think they give nominations to bad actresses, so you might want to watch the show again. 
That's true. They did give Joanne Froggett. Although that might just be, you know, that might just be all that video game lobby pushing for that. Um, Christina Hendricks, I really like. Um, the video lot. game's called Frogger. But, and Maggie Smith, I think, already won. But, so I, yeah, I don't know. what. This is a tough one. I mean, I would like to see Christina Hendricks win for Mad Men. Um, and especially since I feel like Mad Men's not going to win anything. And, yeah, yeah. Um, and this is coming near the end, so she won't have another chance to win for it. Right. Maybe, I mean, maybe next year. Or or Anna Gunn. I mean, this is obviously her last oh, chance last as chance. well. And, and people really disliked her character more so than they sh- they really should have. I, I think there was some misogyny in that in all that going on i mean i don't know but yeah I, I think that was part of it um when but the fact that they could hate the character so much makes me think it was a good performance because she was bringing that out of people yeah no i think it, it was definitely a good performance and she's it was... also, also already won so oh she did yeah oh okay then yeah then maybe not i mean yeah it, it was a pretty thankless performance trying to be the the stand-up parent and the voice of reason mm-hmm um, yeah, but I think, I think I like spreading the awards out. Like, I, I think if I voted, I would vote for someone different who deserved it. If someone else had already won. Yeah, I agree. So who, this is a tough one. Who do you think? Who do I, do I want? I think I want Christina. No, I think I want Christine Baranski, but who do I think? I don't know. I know I, this is a really tough call. Um, yeah, forget, uh, Joanne Frogger. Because if any from downtown Abbey is going to win, it's going to be Maggie Smith. Uh, the video game was called Frogget. On the East Coast, we got free slices of pizza with every game we played, but every game we played cost a dollar fifty. I'm going to say I think uh, Christina Hendricks is going to win. You know what? That, yeah, it's this is like this could go anywhere. I, I'm going to say Christina Hendricks too because she hasn't won and and Mad Men. Has has been a quality show for a long time and and hasn't got anywhere near the amount of awards it probably should have. Yeah. So yeah. All right. I'll agree with that. Um. All right. Are we gonna go go into these miniseries or movies? Colin Hanks. Colin Hanks would be a nice one. So outstanding supporting actor in a miniseries. Um. Matt Bomer. Allison Tolman. Allison. Tol- what? Wait. You're jump. What? Huh? Outstanding supporting actor, Matt Bomer. Martin Freeman again. Martin, Matt Bomer, yeah, for a different role. For Sherlock. Well, Colin it's Hanks. It's funny, because for Sherlock, he's as much of a lead role as a supporting actor. It's so weird. But, uh, all right, I'll 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 talk about why I think they did this. Um, Joe Mantello for The Normal Heart. Alfred Molina for The Normal Heart. Jim Parsons for The Normal Heart. Um, if I were a betting man, I would say someone from The Normal Heart's going to win this uh, This category and here's my here's my theory who knows i say martin freeman um wow because that's why they nominated him for actor or or for um for yeah actor and supporting actor because they knew he wasn't going to get the other one and i think they might give it to him for this the consolation prize he's really winning it for fargo oh that's a good theory um although with all these normal heart actors (laughs) that's might just be out the window, and and maybe Jim Parsons for Normal Heart. Uh, if if he doesn't get it for 
uh, actor in a comedy series, which I'm thinking he probably will. Wouldn't so. it be great if either Jim Parsons or Martin Freeman won for both? It would just blow the whole place up. So many people would be angry that they would change the awards altogether to make it entirely based on performance, and you could only win it once. The, yeah. The end. For each character. Wait, shit, I lost my place in... Oh, there we go. Yeah, I don't know. That That's tough. Jesus Christ, this could be... Yeah, I have no idea. I, I don't know. But I, want, I think I, if I'm going to choose which performance, I'm going to say Colin Hanks, because that's the only performance I saw. Yeah, I... I he was I, good. I he no was problem. good. I think even even as performance, I think Martin Freeman on Sherlock was was a little better. Um, but that, that, that wouldn't surprise me, because Martin Freeman is awesome. Yeah. He, he's better than... Well, let, let, we'll see how his career goes, but so far, Martin Freeman, after the office career, has been better than the guy from the American offices after office career. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, this is a tough one. I, who, I don't know who... Having not seen The Normal Heart... It's almost impossible to say. So uh, I'm going to say maybe who will win, uh, Alfred Molina. I was just going to say that. I don't know why. Just because he's maybe because when those big movie guys come to TV, they often win. Yeah, and he's lovable. And he's awesome. Um, outstanding supporting actress in a miniseries or movie. Throw me the idol. I'll throw you the whip. Throw me the idol. I'll throw you the whip. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're quoting. Uh, Mark Hamill, Corvette Summer again. Well, Alfred Molina in Corvette Summer with Mark Hamill. Oh, I didn't remember that Alfred Molina was in that. Mm-hmm. He was the Corvette. That's some acting. He That he didn't get nominated for that is shocking. It's a crime. Uh, you want to read this, this list? <laughs> of shows I've never watched? Angela Bassett, American Horror Story, Covan. Kathy Bates, American Horror Story, Coven. Ellen Burstyn, Flowers in the Attic, Lifetime Movie Network, or no, Lifetime Network. Frances Conroy, American Horror Story, Coven. Julia Roberts, The Normal Heart, Coven. Alison Tolman, Fargo. Okay, so we've seen one of these shows, so I'm assuming that's going to be our pick for who we would like to win. And she was very good in the show. Yeah, basically doing the... uh, Basically doing the Francis McDormand. McDormand role, mm-hmm. um, but but different. Yeah, yeah, younger. Another one that's uh, somewhat of a thankless role in this series mm-hmm. and a more behind-the-eyes performance. Um, yeah, so we, but realistically, probably Julia Roberts. Really? Huh. Is there, I don't know, has Hollywood turned against her? No, but you have other big actresses. That's true. Angela Bassett, Kathy Bates, Ellen Burstyn. I think I think I'm going to pick Ellen Burstyn because sometimes they give it as as a lifetime achievement award, and she's eighty eighty something years old, acting. I think they're just giving it. Yeah, I'm going to go with Ellen Burstyn, who I think is going to win. Okay, I'm going to say uh, Julia Roberts because she doesn't really do TV. Wait, I th- I think Ellen Burstyn already has an Emmy. I think she does too. So maybe not. So, no, but Julia Roberts already has Emmy too. Oh, Doesn't does she? She was in an episode of Law and Order. I think she won for. Hell no. Um. Oh, she was nominated. I I guess she didn't win it. Well, I think we can skip. So maybe she will win it this time. We can probably skip the other. Yeah, I don't. Now think it's anybody... all directing and writing. Yeah. Um. Oh, well, I just like looking through it to see if I see any famous names. Like Jodie Foster directed an episode of Orange is the New Black, which is surprising. 
Uh, let's see if there's anything else in there. Maybe she was just looking for dates. Do you say that because she's uh, she's she she likes she likes women? No, she's totally straight. I meant with like you know the mustache cop. Oh, maybe I meant the head grip. Yeah, nobody else. Nobody else. Uh, all that. I mean, Mike Judge, obviously, for Silicon Valley. Silicon Valley. I think Noah Hawley should definitely win for writing that show since he wrote every single episode, which is not not how things are usually done. Nope, that's how they're done in Britain. But not <laughs> We're not here. in Britain. Oh, let's look at this variety. What's the difference? Oh, this is writing for the variety series. Key and Peele gets a lot of... a lot. Of, I should watch that. Yeah, it's Wait, not uh, bad. Is it? Okay, yeah. that's good. Because I've seen those both of them in other things, and they are always really funny. Well, it looks like uh, most nominations by network is HBO. Surprising. But they did get a lot of nominations for that movie. Yeah. So... Um, and then Where's F- NBC? Oh, there, oh, NBC got eight. Okay, mostly for variety shows. Yeah, strange. HBO, FX, Netflix, and PBS Man. tied. Netflix got so many nominations, and they're just starting. Who yeah. knows what they're going to end up doing? Crazy. And then AMC. So it's it's uh, you get all the way down to, to to CBS before. Oh, PBS. PBS has, but that that's more. BBC that doesn't count. Stuff. Yeah. So you get down to to American made network show, you have to go all the way down to CBS. Yep. And that is number five. Amazing. Um and that's mostly on the base of uh those sitcoms. Moms. Moms. Alright. Well, Our long national nightmare is over. How so? This show's almost over. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess it's been kinda long. I guess we should get to uh well, the normal heart got non-nominations. I, I like it that they have this little rundown at the end. Oh, yeah. Barnos, Most... the second place. Jeez, that's great. Tied with Breaking Bad and uh, American Horror Story Oven. So, but, but then Downton Abbey. Wow. Oh, crazy. Anyway, um, recommendations. Recommendations. Asians. 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 Recommend an Asian. You go first because I don't have one. Yeah, I know. I don't either. This this is really well planned. Uh, oh, you know what? I'll recommend. Uh, uh, wait, let me count in my head. Fiftieth anniversary of uh, the Beatles' "A Hard Day's Night," just released on Criterion Collection Blu-ray. Well, that's neat. Yeah, and it's a very fun movie, and uh, directed by Richard Lester, who who was did a lot of comedy stuff back in the day, and. Um, much more fun than you would imagine for this type of movie. And and they do a good job with what little acting they do. They're just kind of smart asses through the whole thing. And, and there's like a lot of absurd humor. So, uh, yeah, I recommend that. A Hard Day's Night. Check it out. So it's basically just the monkeys. It's, yeah. It's, it's, they stole it all from the monkeys. Richard Lester stole the whole idea for the film from the monkeys. But that, I'm going to... Oh, go ahead. It doesn't take away from it because... He got artier and, and did it in black and white rather than color. So, Artier or cheaper, you be the judge. Well, that's why nobody remembers the monkeys anymore. I'm going to, to recommend a comic book, an indie comic book called Sex Criminals. And it's interesting. I haven't gone through all the issues yet, but so far it's been kind of an 
interesting look at the differences between men and women and sex and it's it's a it's a science fiction the the idea is this man and woman meet and when they have sex the time stops and they can walk around and rob banks and stuff and the woman always had that power and you hear her story first and then she meets the guy and the guy always had that power and then you hear his story and it's interestingly written about their approaches to sex and how and uh just what their life has been like. And it's kind of, it has a comic book mentality in a lot of ways, but it's also intelligently written. So it's not all that mentality. It's really dirty. I was surprised how dirty it was, but, but not from the topic you would think it was, but I was still a little surprised, but very good. Um, and yesterday or Thursday, I went to the comic store to buy the latest issue because I thought it was coming out and they said they didn't have any left. So I decided to take a walk down the street and I got some ice cream. And when I came back, I said to the, the comic books guy was outside the store and I said to him, Hey, do you think, what do you think people would say if I told them I used my sex criminal money to buy ice cream? And he hosed me down with a hose. Well, as he should have, was it by any chance frog leg flavored ice cream? I don't actually know what frog legs taste like. Oh, uh, so yes. Yeah. They taste like rice krispies. And chocolate chip. All right. Um, well, I guess, I guess that does it. I don't. It, it's too bad we both have some. You're going to see Camera Obscura tonight, and mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to see Boyhood tomorrow. So maybe those will be. We'll just do our recommendations for next week. Now I'm hoping we're going to enjoy both these things, but we'll see. We can always <laughs> another one next week. Uh, like us on Facebook. Rate us highly on iTunes, and write a long detailed review of why our show is so great and if you don't like the show please do not write a long detailed review although you actually can because they're kind of the negative reviews are it's kind of funny because they're so stupid i wish someone would write a negative review that actually hurt my feelings please don't do that um write us at popculturecontinuum at gmail.com and tell us you'd like to be on the show you like the show or you just want to say hi or if you have ideas on stuff we want to do and follow our tumblr and see what goofy stuff we put up there and tell your friends I'll say if you write us an email, don't just say hi. That's really banal. Try to try to come up with something. I would prefer just a hello because when you, you people get all deep and philosophical, I fall asleep. Oh, I mean, it doesn't even have to be deep, deep, but just like say you can start with hello and then just be like, my foot itches. I'm fine with that. Oh, okay. Well, I don't really care to hear about their physical problems. I love to hear about people's physical problems, um, especially gastrointestinal ailments. So please send those all care of me when you write to us at popculturecontinuum at gmail.com. We're both uh, a board-certified GI doctor, so we can heal your ailments. Board-certified B-O-R-E-D. Exactly, because it was boring. All right. Well, I guess that does it. So uh, until next time, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. How can I make an outline of myself? Where's the guideline? For the profile, for my country. How do others see me? I'm worried. But feel guilty The media 
are responsible.